Welcome to WrestleMania with Dan and Nico. I'm Nico. This is Dan. And uh, right now, this episode is going to be all about Hell in a Cell. Coming out a little late this week. Um, I pulled a Cody Rhodes. You know, uh, I'm hurt. <laughs> I'm injured. Uh, my right arm isn't where it needs to be. But I'm, I'm going to pull through for the show, for the people, for the millions or, or tens. This is actually tens. true, though. This is... Uh... <laughs> He actually did fuck up his arm uh, a couple of days ago. So, yeah, the day we were supposed to record, I was, I was in the ER like a dumbass. Um, but, but, he's but I'm here now. Okay, for you, for you, um, individual person listening to this. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we're gonna go ahead and uh, kick this off. Uh, Hell in the Cell. Um, it's actually a pretty solid show through and through. There's uh, matches that surprised me. Um, and no, Dan probably don't feel the same about all the matches, but let's go ahead and kick it off with a crazy ass match to kick off this. This, so uh, it was the Raw Women's Championship triple threat match Bianca Belair, Asuka, and Becky Lynch. And damn, man, what a match! It's exactly what I wrote down in my notes. Um, there are so many false finishes, but they made sense. Like, they were like just barely beat, uh, barely beating the count, and then the, the third person coming in. Um, let me see what else here. Um, but th- it was just a back and forth match between all three women. Yes, rolling out, rolling in. I hate triple threat matches, but damn, these girls fucking like went and did it. Um, of course, Bianca did win. She beat Becky at her at her own game. She threw out Becky after uh, she attacked Asuka. So she threw out Becky, pinned Asuka, um, and Bianca Belair retained. And Becky is slowly going into madness now. Yeah, I thought it was a great match. That was like the match that I saw where I was like, yeah, this one's going to be like, besides the Hell in a Cell match, which we'll talk about, um, like this is going to be the match that's going to steal the show. And it did. And they kicked it off with that. So it was interesting. But I think you had said that they might have started with uh, Austin Theory and, and Ali, but they end up going with this match, which... Uh, I liked, man. What a fucking match. Like, What a start. Um, all three of them, I was just paying attention. I'm like, man, all three of these women, future Hall of Famers, like, Bianca got a huge pop. Becky was doing, like, a great job working the crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, Asuka is just so fucking good also, man. Like, all three of them were on their fucking game, bro. Like, insanely good match, I thought. Um, they went for like 30 minutes as they should have because they're fucking stars and they needed a match like this on the card, especially mm-hmm. not having like Roman and, you know, on the and card the there. The yeah. Usos, so missing a lot of star power there, but, um, still again, wasn't a bad show. Great opening match. Um, that ending yeah. was good too, because, uh, like, like you said, I mean, she was trying it all match and then. Bianca does it on her, on Becky. Um, and Becky's just continuing to um, do some great work, man. As she uh, she followed it up on Raw with some... Uh, I thought it was interesting what she was doing there, you know, for her character and also. What exactly happened on Raw? Did, did it, like, they do some weird shit with 24-7 title? I didn't catch that part. 
So she had a match with Dana Brooke, and then mid through the match, or maybe at the beginning of the match, um, the 24-7 clowns came out to, you know, fucking fighting outside the ring or something, and then Dana ends up winning the title, like, during her match with Becky, and then Becky's like, what's going on? She's just standing there in the corner, like, all confused, and then she starts saying, like, uh, I'm gonna win this title right now, and if any if any of y'all try to stop me, like I'm gonna, you know, fuck y'all up. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what if she actually wins? You know, there's no way they have Dana beating her or like what's gonna happen here, right? But uh I didn't really like that they did like a roll up finish. Of course. Uh, Becky got distracted by I wanna say Oscar came out and then uh the the worst roll up I've ever seen uh by Dana Brooke. <laughs> and uh it was just a weird thing, but uh, I like the character work, though, that Becky was doing. She's continuing like that, going mad, you know, since she lost the title or whatever. She's trying to convince herself that uh, she's going to get back to that spot. So uh, I'm loving what Becky's doing. But uh, as far as the match, though, I have in a cell, great fucking match. Seven to eight stars. I give it two thumbs up because stars are overrated. I give it. Yes. Two stars out of three. I give it. No, I'm just kidding. Enough of that shit. Um, yeah, great shit. Becky's going crazy. She's losing everything. She's losing her mind. I don't like what happened to Raya. That sounds horrible. Sounds like a fucking horrible time. But <laughs> let's go ahead and go to the next match um, for Hell in a Cell. Match number two. Oh, my goodness. It was almost an MVP versus Bobby Lashley. Um, this was the, you know, the piss break. The finals break, if you will. Uh, finals break. What are Finals break. Oh, yeah. Finals are on. NBA. You know what? They had a, we had a piss break so early into the, into the show. Like. Well, I mean, after that first match, you know, you want to calm down a little bit, gather yourselves, you know, put your, you know, put your number two down a little bit. Uh, <laughs> but, um, this was a match. <laughs> like I was already done with this feud. It's let's let Bobby move on. Uh, he wins with a distraction from Cedric Alexander. Um, the last man. Wait, does he even have his two names now? Um, does uh, you're talking about Cedric? Yeah. Yeah, he he does. Oh wow! He, okay, so then I wrote right. <laughs> I put him. He's the last man with two names on the main roster. I don't and think it's just Cedric or dumbass. I I don't think it's Cedric uh, like by itself or Alexander. Yeah, I think it's both. But yeah. regardless, regardless, um, while Bobby Lashley was celebrating, he took someone's replica WWE Championship belt and basically just taking his claim as the next. Uh, Next guy up for Roman's belt or titles, whatever you want to call it, belt hold up pants. Um, and so, like I've been saying, he's been being groomed to be the next number one contender for that title. So, I think it's bound to happen. Um, well, if you saw Raw, they um, he is apparently gonna challenge Austin Theory at some point. Um, I don't know when that's supposed to happen, but um. You know, he's like, this is the, you know, uh, I could win this title, basically. And Austin Theory was just kind of like, all right, well, 
I guess, you know, you can't take it from me. I don't know what the fuck, right? But it looks like they're going to set up a match <laughs> for that first. And I don't I don't think he'll beat Austin Theory. But it'll be interesting to see how they book it and how they, uh, you know, put Austin Theory over. Hmm. We'll see how that happens. I think something else will happen between them. I don't think uh, a Bobby Lashley Austin Theory feud is gonna is gonna continue forward. I feel like that's just setting up for the next feud, or to probably continue this horrible, almost an MVP, MVP um, shit. They could cost them the title. Blah blah blah. It writes itself very stupidly. I didn't um, give a shit about this match, man. But um, th- I thought the crowd was hot. Um, they were hot for Bobby also. So, um. Yeah, man, I thought it was a good crowd, you know, made the match seem a little more interesting, but uh, I still don't give a shit about Amos or this whole thing. <laughs> it's just, it's terrible, man. Yeah, that horrible match. <laughs> Not a horrible, it's a horrible match. Fuck that match. But did um, you see the diss track, though, before the match that I, they I, showed? I saw the diss track. It's stupid as hell. <laughs> I was like, this is kind of cringe, but like, it's also kind of like stupid funny because uh, he mentioned that Bobby was bald or something like that, or he still had his hair on like Bobby. Um, <laughs> I got a little, cracked up a little bit at that, but um, it was still kind of just horrible, man. <laughs> All right, well, let's go ahead and get to the next match, which uh, match number three of the card was KO versus Ezekiel, which this match actually surprised me because I didn't think it was going to be all that great of a match. Um, I was I thought it was gonna end super early, um, so that you know KO can even get even more pissed off that he lost to to Ezekiel. Um, Ezekiel goes and throws a throws a knee to the face, then an elbow drop for a two count. So that was pretty crazy. Um, Ezekiel ended up getting busted open by the ring post in the middle of the match. Um, KO fighting with the crowd, yelling Elias. Uh, it was just great shit. Uh, KO wins as he should. I mean, as as entertaining as this feud has been, I don't think KO should lose to Ezekiel. It's just a, it's just a comedy shit, comedy spot. And KO KO deserves the win. Sorry, Ezekiel fans, but he's not all that. I was surprised that KO won that match, um, and it's actually kind of sad because KO deserves. Uh, he's a national treasure, along with Sami <laughs> Zayn. So. He must be protected at all costs, and I'm I was surprised, man, that that he won the match. I think they're both good workers. They've all always been solid workers, but it's just shitty storylines sometimes. And this is obviously a comedy thing that probably would have flopped by the second or third week if it wasn't for someone like Ko carrying it. Yeah, when um, you say national national treasure, do you mean like a Canadian national treasure? Because he is from Canada. This is true. Um, I will. <laughs> I will go with that. He's but, Canada's um, best export. What is that? Fucking Kenny Omega? No. Uh, um, is it? I don't fucking care. I think Kenny Omega <laughs> said. That. I'm not sure, but uh, I think <laughs> Don Callis might have said that shit about Kenny. I'm not sure. Mm, which we're def- desperately in need of Kenny Omega and AEW, but that's for another day. So. We're going to go ahead and go on to the next match. Match <laughs> number four was the Judgment Day versus AJ Styles. And you know what I noticed about at this point of the show? Uh-huh. Damn. Damn, it's still pretty early. You know, still feel pretty good. It's not long as hell. We're almost halfway through all the matches. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> this match was actually pretty dope. 
Um, it was it, it it was a match. I I don't really care for trios matches. They kind of um, I don't know. It can just buy, be a little bit too much. Um, the match starts. Everyone um, brawls, leading to Liv having a little run uh, to Rhea fucks Liv up with a crazy headbutt, which was yeah. fucking awesome. <laughs> oh my god! Got her. I was like, it shit. Looks so good. It looks so good. Um, like I said, the match is what it was. Um, the Judgment Day wins as Rhea uh, again gets in front of a person on the top rope. Kind of reminded me of uh, of uh, Julia Hart. Yes, thank you. House of Black. Um, but I think Rhea did it first, so she did it against AJ. And so, yeah, uh, distracts Finn before he can uh, do a coup de grace. Uh, misses and gets hit with a spear by Edge in one, two, three. There you go, the winners. Now, um, the more interesting thing, honestly, because this match, like I said, it was just a match, uh, but on Monday night, which is, this was like the only segment I actually cared to watch. Um, it was the Judgment Day coming out, boasting, talking about how great they are, bringing in a new member, and lo and behold, like you said, it's Finn Balor. Yeah. And... I thought that was dope. I was like, what the fuck? Finn Balor's a fucking new member. This is going to be great. And as I'm singing his praise, he f- they fucking clock edge and shit. Fucking turn on him. And that was, that was awesome. Because I didn't see that shit coming. At all. I, I kind of, like, I didn't see it coming at all. Like, going into the segment, no. And then, my brother actually made, I was watching with my brother, and he actually made a suggestion. He was like, Watch they turn on on edge instead, and I just laughed, and then that just kind of put like the thought in my head about it possibly happening. And then when Damian Priest was like, "Uh, we need a what do you say? Like we need to eliminate the what's holding us back or the limitations or something like that." Yeah. And then I'll, that's when it hit me. I'm like, "Oh, they're gonna fucking turn on him right now." Um, as much as I would have liked to see Balor for a while be in the group before taking over as leader, which I thought was a great idea it just felt like it was too soon and Mm -hmm. i i feel like they're only doing this because cody's gonna be out for some months or whatever and they need another top baby face on the roster that's not aj styles who's been getting beat by this same group so it makes sense to make edge you know the baby face he'll come back in like two three weeks or whatever Get a huge pop and boom, fucking baby face all over again. So, uh, mm-hmm. because besides Cody, which you don't have, who else is gonna be the the top baby face on um, on Raw? You're right, man. You're right. I mean, it's not gonna be Bobby Lashley now for a little while. Um, Rey Mysterio and Dominic are doing their own thing against Bahir Bahir Bagira. I don't know his name. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> But this is the thing, though. We've already seen... This is what worries me, because we've already seen Edge and Roman, so, like, it's not like... I don't feel like they're going to position Edge to go for Roman again, but um, having another babyface like Edge on the roster, at least until Cody gets back, um, I think it'll be all right. They always find a way, so... um, but uh, AJ Styles is open now. I mean, yeah, we've seen it already, but there's there's people there, it's just... It's going to have to be recycled because Cody can be gone for like up to six months. 
I mean, I know he wants to come sooner. Even teasing that he was going to come back during Money in the Bank, which was fucking weird. Um, I know. Why did he say that? Like, I, I don't know. It was still a good promo. It was just like, I was like, dang, like that soon? Like, you ain't going to be back in four weeks. Like, there's no way. Well, we'll talk more about Cody here um, once we get to the main event. But as far as the, the six-man tag, though, um, I was like, man, finally a six-man tag that makes sense at least and doesn't turn into a tornado tag fucking <laughs> three, five minutes into the match. So, um, there. exactly. So <laughs> it didn't bury the ref. It made sense, even though I don't like six-man tags, but I... I can get behind like a faction being in a six man tag, like a shield, like that kind of, uh, you know, undisputed era. But when it's just oh, a bunch yeah. of random guys in a six man tag, like, I don't know. But uh, yeah, um, solid match. Um, I'm sure Edge orchestrated the whole thing, and I'm excited to see what Balor does with the Judgment Day, which mm. I had called beforehand. You did, you did, sir. And. This is what he needed, man. Balor fucking needed this. Yeah. But you said he was going to turn on AJ, so you're wrong. You're wrong still. Oh, technically, he did. Technically, it's still uh, maybe, and maybe's don't win nothing. There will be a <laughs> confrontation between them, and he's going to tell them, hey, man, what's, what's, what's going on here? He's going to be like, join the judgment day, and you're going to throw out the two sweet sign. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, enough of that. So that was a great match. Well, good match. I won't say great. It was a good match. It did what it needed to do. End of storyline. Start up a new one on Monday. Great stuff. Match number five of the night was a no-holds-barred match against Madcap Moss and Happy Corbin. Now, this was, I, I, like I said before, it's really hard to see two big guys in a no-holds-barred match. They're not going to be jumping off fucking ceilings and not gonna be doing crazy ass shit that you would see maybe like a smaller guy do or Seth Rollins or Cody Rhodes uh doing a no holds barred match so um but they did good for what they had. Um I actually like how Corbin was going down to get the table and then you hear the crowd all pop, they're all going crazy like yeah and just tucks that shit back in. He's like, nah, and then he's going for. It looks like he's gonna go for a table again, but then he grabs a chair, and everyone starts moving again. Fucking Corbin, I maybe I just don't watch enough Corbin, but like he was really working that crowd. He was making sure that he was getting booze and no cheers for him at all. He does that well, honestly. It's because he knows people like to, like like that. He knows that people hate him, and at this point, with what kind of heat he was getting there, that wasn't like a go away heat. That was just heat because people don't like him. And they want to see his ass get beat by Mad Cat Moss. Mad Cat Moss is honestly like the best opponent for Corbin at this point. Um, which Mad Cat Moss looked great in the match. Um, or is Corbin the best opponent right now for Mad Cat? You, I agree. I agree with that assessment. Um, because honestly, could it have been any better for Mad Cat if he was with anybody else? And um, I noticed this. I was listening to, to Jim Cornette today. And he was talking about um, Madcap, how he didn't like him because he was wearing the goofy outfit or whatever. And then I'm thinking, it's like, well, he was a heel, so you shouldn't like him. Now he's a face, and you, he's wearing what you want him to wear. You like him. So is Cornette fucking working me? 
Or has he been? <laughs> like, well, it's it's um it's ridiculous. Like it's it's like yeah, we're supposed to hate him, but he just looks ridiculous. Like this supposed to be yeah. a serious sport, man. Yeah, don't you just hate the person making fun of it? Well, yeah, but like this is exactly. But the casual fan doesn't know that. The casual <laughs> fan watches it and is like, "What the fuck is this? What the fuck am I watching?" No, because I can remember being a kid, bro. I can remember hating Randy Orton. Now, I'm not trying to compare Randy Orton to Madcap Moss. This is what I'm trying to say. Randy Orton, I just hated him because he did bad things. The casual viewer is going to see Madcap uh, do bad things, look stupid, and be like, nah, fuck this guy. He looks stupid. I hate him. I, I know this shit I don't like. I'm sorry, man, but I know you're not comparing Madcap Moss to Randy Orton. Come on. I know you I know you know I'm not comparing him because I just said he was a prodigy at twenty four years old. A prodigy. <laughs> is Madcap look at like that right now? They talk no. about him like that. Fucking Cornette was like Gary was doing some shit like Cornette, this. Cornette was sucking his dick on his fucking podcast today. He was like, <laughs> I have to I have to change my mind about Madcap, Madcap now. Uh, he looks good. He's not wearing all that stupid shit. Like he's just like basically saying, "Oh, I'm sorry, Madcap Moss." He was actually calling him by his actual name because he called him some other shit. I can't remember, but he was just all over Madcap and um on his shit. He was just sucking his dick. He got right down and did it. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, Corbin actually got some asshole chance in this uh in this match. It was great. Corbin was being a heel. He was doing what he's supposed to do. People hate him because he's a heel. I don't think there's any go away heat from Corbin right now. You can tell me that he is later. I don't give a fuck. Um, well, so I didn't ahead. give a shit about the match, man, at all. But uh, but I, I do like the new Madcap um fucking look. And honestly, this this uh, no holds barred. Like, what's the difference between that and a D- no DQ match? It, it, I like the spot at the end with the steps, like uh, where he had to like the chair wrapped around his fucking neck and then he like fucking threw the stairs down and popped his shit and fuck you know fucking beat him yeah he he got his uh his retribution you know for this um sorry that they've had basically since the end of wrestlemania so they had that match at backlash um madcap got fucked up the night well Friday after we're at, and then it's been going since then, and now it's ended because Corbin's probably going to take a little bit of time off. Well, let's hope that's the end of that. Let's hope. <laughs> the next match that happened was the Mustafa Ali versus Theory match, and like I said, it was a competitive match. Back and forth, back and forth. Mustafa Ali um, got the home uh, hometown hero fucking pop. Everyone likes him. Everyone loves his shit. He's from Chicago. Um, great match. Well, good match. <laughs> I keep saying great, but it really wasn't that great. It was it was a good match. Um, it was okay. You can tell them, Nico. It was no, okay. It was a good match. Okay, I can probably go back and sit down and watch maybe the first five minutes of the match, maybe less, and now be good. But regardless, I <laughs> uh, hope this this ends this little feud. It was weird to even begin with. Um. They need something bigger and better for Austin Theory. Going against Mustafa Ali was just... I, I don't even know. So, who can even be next for... I know 
that Bobby Lashley is next, but I don't feel like that's going to be a, a long-term feud. If I'm wrong, then, then fuck it. Um, apparently, um, they might set up him and John Cena at, um, at one of the events, maybe SummerSlam, but um, he's actually coming back on the, the 27th. The Rado. Of all Laredo. places, Laredo. So That's... he'll fuck. He'll come out, do a promo or whatever. Austin Theory probably interrupt him, tell him, you know, let's take a selfie. Cena probably tells him, "Hey, why don't you get some respect uh, to a veteran like me?" And then Theory will be like, "All right, well, how about some ruthless aggression?" Just slaps the shit out of him, and then slides out of the ring. Mm. Um, and Cena's like, you know, kind of like, "Okay, okay, I see what you're doing," and uh, they'll have a build, and he'll put over Theory at SummerSlam. Uh, I wouldn't want to see him put over Theory. Come on, man. He is, I know. He's he is gone. prodigy. He's so fucking great. So technically sound. Man. He, he retained the title against Ali as he should have. Um, I don't know who's next. I'm thinking Cena's the big match. But until then, we might see like Lashley. Um, fuck, who else, man? I mean. Who would you want to see him wrestle? Who's like a baby face right now that maybe Ray? If that hasn't already happened, I feel like that did, but you could, yeah, yeah. you that could be right. feud, man. Maybe he could fuck up Dominic or some shit, and then, um, <laughs> as know, every story now goes with Ray Mysterio, yeah, <laughs> like, why you bring your son over here if you're just gonna get offended every time somebody tries to have beef with him, you know, like let him have his own beef with people. What if- what if right now, like, they're doing this shit so that they can... Because there were talks about them splitting up. So what if is this is, like, the beginning of them splitting up? What if he's going to be like, no, Dad. No, Daddy. I don't need your help no more. And then he walks into the ring. He obviously does. He's, dude, I don't know if you saw the match on, um, on Raw. I didn't see the beginning. I didn't see the beginning. He, I saw, like, the, the middle to the end. He had, like, one of the weakest, just worst 6 one eyes I've ever seen. That wasn't a complete botch. Like, he fucking... Like, it just looked weak. He looked, he didn't even hit him. It's, I feel like it's because he's so... tall. And he's not like Ray, where he can just kind of, like, fling his like, legs. Or he's not, probably not hitting hard enough. Some, some of these people are, like, overly um, protective. But where Veer Mahan was, I remember that. I actually remember that spot. That He was in the corner, wasn't he? Um... Yeah, yeah, he was like on the very edge, like on by the corner. Yeah. Oh. Like he did a he did a sh- uh, shoulder tackle, and he hit the ring post, and then he goes. Um, Dominic goes with the six one nine. I believe so. Yeah, and yeah, dude, Cornette said that uh, Dominic looked like a Best Buy worker, and I haven't been able to take that image out of my out of my head. Uh, well, Cornette wouldn't know what a fucking Best Buy worker is. Well, this, this goes back to what you had said before about him needing to take some time off and bulking up like a Montez Ford, I believe you said. Yeah, dude. Um, I mean, if Dominic can just bulk up a little bit, just show some more definition, he'd look more like a star. I think he has it in him. He's getting more comfortable. I actually um, thought that this match with Veer was pretty decent for for Dominic. Um he doesn't do too many singles matches, a lot of tag matches. And I think that's for the reason that he's so green. But I feel like he's getting he's getting the hang of it, but I don't know if his body can really like do what it needs to do. Well, Mysterio, that he's getting better. 
Who? I would hope so that he's getting better, oh. like um, in the ring, getting more comfortable. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't hear that. Um, well, he better, he better fucking get ready for this shit. And how the fuck are we talking about Dominic? We were talking about Mustafa Ali in theory. Let's go ahead and bring the range in a little bit. It's about how themselves. Fucking my name, not bro. So after the Mustafa Ali match in theory, um, which like I said was a good match, theory one, blah. Um, it was the main. It was time for the main event. <laughs> the moment we had all been waiting for all and, along. And it was crazy because since the pre-show, they had been saying that Cody Rhodes, uh, we had actually heard during the day, throughout the day, that Cody Rhodes was injured. He was still going to wrestle the match, but he was injured. He had a torn pec. Um, or they didn't even say he had a torn pec yet. It was just he was injured. Then the pre-show starts, and they're all talking about Cody Rhodes having a torn pec. And, and they just said a torn pec after the fight with Seth last week. And then we go on to the main show. As it starts, they're talking about Cody Rhodes. And they're explaining that he had a partial tear with the fight he had with Seth Rollins. But then while working out, he tore it off the bone completely. So this whole time, me hearing that he's going to wrestle the match, I feel like it's a work. Because I wouldn't think WWE would let anybody work with any type of injury like that. Right. But um, here comes, you know, Seth Rollins actually comes out with uh, the Dusty Rhodes polka dots, which is great shit. Yeah. They really sold that in the ring. Um, and then Cody Rhodes comes out. And then you automatically, as soon as he, like, lifts up, he does the, yeah, whatever the fuck he does. And he lifts his hands up, and one is down. And you can tell, like, okay, it's this work. What's going on? And he pretty much melts it, dude. He's just there. He's chilling. He has his um his little jacket on, and then he slowly takes off the jacket in the ring while he's looking at Seth Rollins, and that's when you see this big old bruised up fucking peck all the way from his fucking titty all the way to his bicep. It just looks ugly, and man, that was a fucking sight to see. I was... Honestly, gave out a little gasp. I told you I was going to go dark during that match. We I wasn't going to text you or anything. But yeah. then I had to text you. I was like, bro, this is insane. What the fuck is Cody Rhodes doing? What yeah. was your first reaction, man? Dude, um, it did seem like a work. I agree with you. Like at the beginning, I felt like it was something that um, there was a rumor and maybe they were just going to try to use it to their advantage and make mm-hmm. Cody look more tough and and just being able to pull it out anyways but um dude yeah i noticed that when he was picking up only one hand he usually does both of them and i'm like okay something's uh you know something's off here and then they did the introductions in the ring or whatever and then he takes off the jacket and we see it i'm like the whole crowd just like gasped like holy shit and then um fuck man and then at just at the beginning it was a little hard to watch to be yeah, honest cody rhodes had gotten like the the advantage in the beginning he wasn't getting hit he wasn't doing anything too crazy and i don't remember where there i want to say that if the first hit i don't even remember when the first hit was but the one that really got me in the very beginning i think he was doing like a figure four and seth roll uh, pulls him to the 
to the side of the ring or where the ropes are at, pulls out a fucking kendo stick, just whacks him across the arm um, where his where the torn pec is at. And man, every hit that Cody was getting just it was cringe and cringe and cringe. But man, the match picked up. I, I think what happened was that Cody got the adrenaline from being in the ring. And sometimes some of the shit he was doing was like, it looked like he wasn't even injured at some time, like at some points. But I think it was because the adrenaline was just kicking in. He couldn't feel nothing. He was, was betting on that, though. I felt like he was betting on that the adrenaline was going to help him go through the match. And it. I felt like it was a factor into this, to be honest. Honestly, it was it was the best match of the night with with Cody being injured and it being the best match man mad 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 props to fucking Cody Rhodes man that was a a goat performance if i ever saw one man it was just insane like it it was like i felt like a kid again watching it cuz cuz all the hits yes it's scripted there's some things that, that i know Seth Rollins being as safe as possible but some of those hits to the arm, him just falling down, when he got hit to the outside of the cage and he smacked the cage with his arm, oh, yeah. you just knew it hurt. You knew it was fucking hurting him. Anytime he'd fall, like, you you know that fucking hurt him. Like, if it's legitimately, like, fucking hurt, which it is, mm-hmm. him falling, um, you know, that's that's got a fucking sting or hurt, whatever. I don't know what that felt like for him. It must have been literally hell in a cell so, <laughs> um but apparently this um this injury uh triple h was out for five months with this while john cena famously uh recovered in under four months when he made his return at the rumble and elias and uh new japan pro wrestling star hiromo takahashi were out of action for five and six months respectfully um because of a torn peck which is what cody has here but um we'll talk about in a little bit here where where, what this means for cody but um man this fucking match like just great shit man this is gonna be like one of the most memorable matches that we're gonna have this year and maybe in the next five years like this fucking match right here this rivalry uh and rick flair was saying that this match, Cody made Seth Rollins in this match, even though I feel like Seth Rollins is already a main man. Yeah, he said that he made it more, you know, more than anything else that Seth Rollins has done in his career, which you could argue that. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the run in at Mania for, to win the title that's a pretty that, big moment that'll yeah. never go away. Only person to do it, but uh, that's a whole other subject, though. But, uh, dude. Cody fucking Rhodes, like, mad respect. Like, how could you not respect him? Honestly, dude, if you're hating on Cody Rhodes at this point, which I saw some people flipping him off at the fucking pay-per-view, it's like, okay, hater. Like, what? you're just a hater. Like, yeah, dude, when he won or whatever. Like, I saw a dude stand up and, like, flip the bird. And I was like, bro, calm down. <laughs> Didn't you pay for that ticket? Like, who'd you come to see? Fucking Madcap Moss? Dude, <laughs> come on. You, I believe I sent you, like, two videos this past uh weekend like with raw and with the pay-per-view there was people flipping people like the camera off like oh. <laughs> yeah dude. oh that's funny shit but during the cody's the cody thing it's like if you hate cody Rhodes at this point you're just a hater 
There's no reason anyone should hate on Cody Rhodes. Um, even Sean Spears gave his fucking respect to fucking Cody. Cause you can't teach heart. Can't teach heart. And dude, like they obviously they said uh, that he could not do any more damage to it already since it was already torn. Um, but they did state though. Um, it was reported by Wrestling News that Cody had the option to not do the match. Mm-hmm. And WWE officials would have come up with an, an alternative pa- plan, yeah. but Cody was said to have insisted on going out there, and the match went on as scheduled, um, which I think is fucking insane. Uh, I w- I want to know. I wish I knew how Vince felt like, like he's gonna do oh. it like this tough bastard. Like, oh, I hope they make a twenty four for this one for the network. There's got to be a twenty four. They they film everything, man. I'm sure it's going to fucking be on there. But did they make one on his return? I think they did the day before or the day of. They did a, the day of for him. I need to see that. I, I saw a clip somewhere, but it was like a short clip. Um, maybe like six or seven minutes of a exclusive, you know. But um, Oh, yeah. Him talking about it like beforehand and then him talking about the match afterwards. Yeah, so yeah, I think I saw the same thing. But dude, there's just not enough I can say about this match and um Cody Rose and Seth Rollins, like, we gotta give him some credit too because imagine being in this position where you gotta work with this guy who has this injury and you don't you don't want him to be in as much pain as he needs to be, like, you know, mm-hmm. so obviously but you don't wanna you don't wanna dial it back either and make it look super fast like super fake. Exactly. So, so him just finding, you know, that that fucking sweet spot for the match um was fucking great. I don't think Seth Rollins is getting enough credit. No. At least what I've seen um coming out of this match because what Cody did was so fucking amazing that um man, just one of the all time performances, honestly. You get like it's it, it's there's not anything more that we could possibly say about what Cody Rhodes did because it was just amazing, super cringeworthy. But this match felt very real, mm-hmm. even though obviously the the match is scripted and they have spots that are planned and things like that. But it, it felt very real because of the situation that was going on with Cody. So, what do you think happens next with Cody? Well, with the time frame that he's going to be out, the latest is six months. The best. Like let's just say he takes the six months. What is the, what are we right now? We're in June. We're in June. Gets into December. Just two months shy of the uh, Royal Rumble. So he'll probably come back. Maybe because what happened on Monday, he said his farewell. Again, like we said a little a while ago, he teased coming back for the Money in the Bank, which is fucking insane. I don't believe that'll happen. Um, but Cody Rhodes attacked him from behind. After shaking his hand, giving his respect, but came back and attacked him from behind uh, with a sledgehammer. So I feel like they're going to get that as an extra, like, oomph that he's going to be gone for a while. Um, Rumble, bro. That's the only thing. I feel like Cody Rhodes is going to be the next champion. Like, with this performance, he's got to be the next champion. How could he not, man? And, like, if the Rumble, yes, but, like, I don't know. Like, at that point, you're already going to know that Cody's coming back, you know, unless they announce it, like, you know it's going to be him, and if it's not him winning the Rumble, if you haven't seen him in months, 
Um, the fans are not going to be fucking happy. Um, when are they? <laughs> right, but this sucks <laughs> because he's going to miss SummerSlam, which we were talking about how, um, you know, when they set up the Roman match, would it be at SummerSlam? And how convenient that they announced John Cena's return the night after. I felt like he was coming back anyways. Yep. I just feel like he's going to do the thing with Theory, but uh, or whatever he's going to do. I thought he was going to come back anyways, but I felt like they kind of had to start it a little earlier just because they're going to be missing some star power. Um, yeah. And then I don't know what the fuck's going on with Roman. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting, but uh, or do you think he'll be back by the September show? I think that's still too early. That's like, what, three months from now? John Cena came back in four. Hmm. What's the September show? That's the uh, the Clash of the Castle shit. Oh, I hope not. I, I, he doesn't need me on that. <laughs> so who's going to be the challenger for Roman and SummerSlam? Like, can you put in that spot? Because that was going to be Cody, I think. Well, honestly, I feel like they should nix the theory feud and put John Cena like, well, yeah, we, well, we saw that already, though. We saw that last uh, year, SummerSlam. Like, who... You, I don't think they bring back Rock. Well, honestly, man, nah, I mean, how can you bring back Rock and not it not be at a mania? Because you could do, like, Rock and um, Roman at SummerSlam so that you don't have to do it at WrestleMania, and you could do Cody and Roman at WrestleMania, but um, I don't know. Like, we saw Rollins already um, have the Roman match. We've seen Edge do that. We saw we we saw him and Drew go at it, but it wasn't for the title. I know they're saving that for Clash of the Castle or some shit. But um, they could possibly else? do it. They're probably, they, they might extend the Drew uh because the clash is in September, right? So maybe they they kickstart it at SummerSlam. It doesn't end there. It's not not the first time that they would continue a feud from SummerSlam, even though SummerSlam, I feel, should be like the end of any feud that's going to happen, or maybe a start of a new one. But um, maybe they go with that because they really don't have anybody. Like, who do they have that can go against um, Roman? That's oh, like over over. Well, don't be surprised because unless they can get Drew, because um, Drew's he's I mean he's over right, but it's more of like oh he's credible kind of over, uh, yeah. um you know what I mean. But um he if he can get hot again, uh he's been doing some stuff with the New Day I believe. But uh, if he can get hot again, then maybe we can get behind it. But he's definitely no. not gonna win. But no. don't don't be surprised if we see Brock and Roman again. Brock and Roman again? Yeah, true. They can call you know him the I mean? favor. Go to the red phone. Pick it up. I heard he was upset or something and they're after mm-hmm. the mania matchers. I don't know. I saw some shit like that, but I don't know. I don't know about that. They probably just say that he's pissed off so he can leave forever and then come back. Like when is he not pissed off? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know what they're gonna do. What about I, I wanna see Randy and Roman, man? I think we're gonna get that. Oh, we could get that too. When's the last time that happened? That must have been like when Roman was still in the babyface. When uh, after Rollins was, um, when Rollins was on his run with the Authority, and Randy was a part of the Authority, we might have seen that. I'm sure around that time. Mm, I'm trying to think. 
who else could possibly be? Because, yeah, Randy's a good one. You know, they can even do a program on Riddle, not for, like, SummerSlam, but for something else, you know? Yeah, um, Riddle. Riddle's pretty over, dude, but I don't think he's the SummerSlam. I think like, he's going to win the money in the paint. You think so? Yeah, it, it seemed like that on Raw. I was getting that vibe. And, and if it's not Cody, I mean, Riddle's just as over, man. He can win it, bring back Randy after. Uh, do Randy, Randy and Roman? Randy beats it? No. Oh, yeah, Randy and Roman? Because Randy beats it from Riddle? Okay, no. So do Randy beats Roman. No, not beats Roman. Randy and Roman go at it for the title after the fact that Riddle already won the Money in the Bank. Then have Roman beat Randy. Randy's so upset or something. He turns heel, turns on Riddle, sees him, you know, fucking doing his thing while Randy feels oh. What, I'm kind of washed because they've been saying that his career, like, oh, his career is over. Like, we ended his career, or you know, he's already getting to the end of his career. If he loses to Roman, that could be a loss of confidence for him. Um, and then Riddle is shining over here, and he sees that and turns back into that viper man, that snake in the grass. That's Randy Orton. So, Money in the Bank means shit now that that Cody Rhodes is out because I think Cody would have won it. And actually made it mean something again. Um, but this is what I'm thinking now that you said all this shit. What if um, Riddle wins the Money in the Bank? Randy Orton comes back, starts a feud with Roman Reigns. They go to SummerSlam together. Randy loses the match, but Riddle comes in to cash in. Then Randy Orton costs Riddle the match because he's so pissed off that he's cashing in. Like he's about to win, and then Randy costs him the match. Dude, well, I like that, that he beats Randy, and then Riddle's like, I'm going to avenge you, bro. And then, um, what if he wins? But, like... Ah, they're not going to put the title on Riddle. That, like, when awesome. Roman loses, it's going to be against somebody who matters. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Fuck, dude, imagine that. Like, Riddle... Man, I know we're like, going to get Riddle on Roman or something like that. I, I know it. he's been saying it. We're gonna but, see, man. We're gonna see. Fuck, that's interesting as fuck, though. But uh, going back though to the match and the pay per view overall, uh, honestly, man, it was a solid show, a great main event, fucking great main event. And hey, would you look at that? Seven matches, not twelve. <laughs> um, a three-hour show. Yes, no, 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 close to six hours. You see how that works, everybody? That, yeah. You, know, you need you need some breathers. You need some breathers in there. You can't you can't just run match after match after match after match. But eh. I honestly like this pay per view more than uh, WrestleMania Backlash. Yeah, it was. Um, I think I was more excited for a lot of the matches. Well, not a lot of the matches. I was just more into a lot of the matches than I did uh, Backlash. I felt like. With WrestleMania Backlash, I really didn't care. I was just watching to watch. And it turned, and it turned my opinion around, but still. I, I, uh, I had pointed something out to you that it was kind of weird that the only SmackDown match was that Mad Cat Moss and Corbin match. I'm like, really? Like, this is the only match that could have came out of fucking SmackDown? So there was unfortunately no Pat McAfee oh. on Sunday. We were, robbed. we were robbed from a great performance. Imagine it, if he was there. If if he was the one calling the match for Cody Rhodes, that'd have been funny as hell. Dude, like I I had said, I was like, man, early in the show, I was like, dude, imagine Michael Cole, Pat McAfee calling that cell match. Um, 
I didn't know what the cell match was going to be, obviously, earlier in the show. But still, mm-hmm. like, it would have been great. But instead, we got, you know, fucking Joe Rogan lights and, <laughs> uh, you know, Byron Saxon, Jonathan Coachman lights and uh, Corey Graves. I don't know. Corey Graves is great. He's good. No, yeah, you can't talk shit about Corey Graves. He's good. He's good shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, that was on the cell. Uh, solid, a solid pay per view out of uh, five. I would say I would give it four just because the main event, four stars out of five. The main event yeah. just killed it. Dude, that main event, like... You left happy. You left, like, like just ecstatic for what happened. Honestly. But uh, overall, though, like I said, great fucking show. Um, yeah, man. Alrighty. Well, this was uh, another episode of Wrestle Me. Um, our little midweek uh, episode. Going forward, we're going to probably start moving these episodes to Thursday and kind of stick... Try to stay away from doing any reviews on these episodes. Um, maybe just save them for pay-per-view uh, weeks and maybe not even then. So some changes coming in the future, but uh, keep listening. Uh, you, Mr. One Person Listening to This. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. There's at least four. Um, <laughs> take it easy. We'll catch you. Make sure uh, to follow us on Twitter at Let's WrestlePod. Let's WrestlePod. That's at Let's Wrestle Pod on Twitter. Again, that's at Let's Wrestle Pod on Twitter. But um, yeah, that's going to do it for me. He's Dan. I'm Nico. And you're Nico, I believe. Yeah. No, wait. No. Let's start. Let's, let's do that again. Let's do that again one more time. He's Dan. I'm Nico. You motherfucker. <laughs> <All right. laughs> now, peace. No, peace. <laughs>